Welcome to our first session here on Full Time. Big kia going out to all our listeners out there. Great to have you uh, join us um, this morning. Right, first of all, we've got on the line, missing out from, uh, a little bit missing from last weekend, but joining us once again this weekend, we have with us Ra Walker. Morning, bro. Yeah, good morning, boys. And uh, of course, uh, obviously, you know what my my PTV is going to be. My put the boot in going to be. It's going to be uh, to technology when it don't work. It don't work. Yes, indeed. But also, look, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a cooler day here in uh, Dickham. Um, a bit of rain. Mm. Mm. It is. It is. Also joining us from up there in Pyroa, we have with us our man Reno Wilkinson. Morning, bro. Yeah, morena, morena, boys, and uh, always good to be back with you guys on a Saturday morning. Exactly the same as Ra, similar weather down there, but overcast, bit of moisture. I didn't know what the hell that was, haven't seen it for a while, but it's around and it's back. And in a nice sunny area, we must have our man JT, Jason Tafifidangi. Uh, morena, bro. Uh, no, boys, in terms of the weather, I've got to try to fix it. It's going to rain overnight, but, you know, it's in the air. We can smell it. We can almost touch it. NRL is just around the corner. But more importantly than that, tonight is the annual State of the Union match between the New South Wales, what do they call themselves, and, and Queensland Reds in the super sleepy rugby. Bring it on. <laughs> Indeed. Now, um, before we get into a bit of sport uh, in our session now, uh, yesterday was the last... Um, day that uh, our man the Wiz, Walter Walsh he, um, well he's had to give up the breakfast show but he'll be taking on the night train from Monday uh, 6 o'clock till midnight bringing in the mon- uh, bringing in Monday um, so uh, uh, for, for I know for Wiz that um, when it came to the end of his show he felt very emotional and you could kind of like feel it because um, you know he's been on that shift for well over um, uh, years, 20 yeah. years, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, he has. A-ra. And so, uh, obviously, uh, it's certainly a bit of a change for him. What do you reckon, bro? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, the end of an era of sorts, but the beginning of uh, of, uh, of new new things. And, mm. of course, uh, he's, he's not going away either. He's going to be back. No. Uh, he's going to be the night owl or, or, or the night uh, the night host. Uh, in the evening, so that that there should be a, a really really good interesting show. But um, yeah, it, it's just a time factor. Is getting used to you know because when I used to even most of us when we put on, on the record show, just putting in for like a few days. I mean you know your body clock takes a bit of a kick in terms of um, adjustment. So just getting used to you know to doing it at night. Um, but no no doubt he'll adapt, and then the show will probably be another another success for the man. And uh, yeah, it's uh, a good change maybe. Yes, it could be a good change indeed. Well, it's a, a change nonetheless. And of course, uh, you yourself, Reno, you, you know, you're pretty used to uh, getting up nice and early in the morning. So uh, uh, I guess you would uh, understand how um, Wiz must have felt on, on his last breakfast show, eh? Yeah, yeah totally, mate. Um, I was watching that live stream and to uh, see some of the staff coming there and people are uh, talking to him via ringing in on the studio memories. I uh, saw the emotions of uh, Walter, you know, towards the end of the show and deserved to be emotionally because uh, that's a long time, bro, to uh, two-plus decades, 20-odd years, uh, waking up in the morning, entertaining the uh, father who tuned in uh, every weekday morning. Okay, I know I've heard stories about the show doesn't change much, but it is an uh, effort, and I take my hat off to uh, someone like Walter 
uh, getting up in the mornings and uh, doing what he does. And to hear, I think he's going to be on the night train he mentioned, uh, starting this coming Monday, like 6 till midnight, something like that. Yep. But yeah, it's just one of those things, the end of an era. I think I saw it written on one of his Facebook statuses and uh, I'm in the same boat, mate. Um, you know, I've been doing the U radio and officially is of today, officially today, 30 years is Naomi FM. Wow. So, um, yeah, I've been there 30 years. Yesterday, 9th of May was the first day I uh, broadcasted at 5 a.m. in the morning. So to think three decades ago, mate, I've been doing breakfast for like 26, seven years now. So I know what he's going through. Yeah. And um, I'm often contemplating, mate, um, an end of an era as well. And uh, sometimes you uh, get to that and sometimes you enjoy radio for what it's given to you. And sometimes these changes within the uh, network, uh, you know, bring on some of these harsh decisions you're going to make in your career. And yeah, we'll see what happens, mate. It's just one of those things, but I just want to wish Walter um, all the best for the night show, mate. Absolutely, absolutely. And of course, uh, your mate was, uh, he, he obviously will be going through a few changes um, there, AJT. What do you reckon? Yeah, it is a, it's a big thing, mate. But uh, one thing in, in life is the certainty is that change is inevitable. So uh, for whatever reasons, people decided up the food chain to to move them to the side and, and, and reinvent and reinvigorate the show. I remember way back when we first started in the radio industry, Ra, you might remember this, um, might have been Russell or Bruce or someone along those lines said to us, you know, radio can be like making sausages where you're just churning out the same stuff day after day after day and it can get a bit um, a bit bland, a bit a bit boring to use a bit of probably a harsher word. So maybe that's the decision that was reached. But, you know, time to move along. No one's in NRL terms, no one's bigger than the game. So, yeah, no, fair effort to, to get up that early in the morning for 20 odd years. Uh, no, I couldn't do it, but then again, um, I'm used to working 12 hours shifts, not four hours and going, hey, come on, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, it's interesting. That sounds like something that Bruce Byrne would say. There, eh, Ra? What do you reckon? Oh yeah, old, old Bruce. Old Bruce was um, a man uh, with a plethora of uh, of um, anecdotes and yes. and uh, you know worldly radio experience. So he was uh, definitely the man, uh, um, Bruce. But uh, look, I'll tell you, I, I could be wrong in putting it, putting it out there, but I think uh, Reen is probably now the longest I um, think so. serving Bricky announcer in yep. every radio. Probably. I agree. Completely um, agree. radio, I don't know. I mean, you know, they've they're, they're long, they've been long sort of um, times in, in, in one show, so uh, something I could probably never do. So I, I take my hat off to the boys. I mean, you know, it's that routine they go through, and I think after, what, maybe 10 years, it starts to mm. get and become sort of, uh, you know, sort of like um, natural, you know, you just know what to do. Yeah. Of course, Reno will be there for another 30 years, eh, Reen? <laughs> yeah, well, that's up in the air, mate, so uh, I'll leave it at that point. But, uh, hey, any time you uh, get up in the morning, mate, if you get my drift, that's a good morning. True, indeed. Now, um, before we get on to a bit more sport, I, I just, because this is an, a particular issue that has kind of arisen, and, and arisen quite, uh, I don't know, I suppose, suddenly or quite quickly. And, and I know that, um, you know, you guys are a very opinionated, uh, pretty much like myself, I dare say. And uh, this issue has come on about throughout the radio industry, in particular around New Zealand, Australia, and also um, in Canada. Now, um, the, sh the documentary Leaving Neverland, I haven't seen it yet, probably won't to be quite honest, but I haven't seen it yet, but apparently 
apparently there's been a number of things that have come about. Um, in particular, the banning of Michael Jackson on um, radio stations' playlists. Um, first of all, what what are your thoughts there, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, it was a shock, mate, to hear that through the week. Look, the guy's um, been passed for many years. Uh, a lot of us grew up listening to Michael Jackson, the Jacksons, everything like that. You have a bit of a dance and you could sing along with most of his songs. Uh, for this to come through and leaving Netherlands, obviously we get to see that on TV1 tomorrow. They're going to air it. But for those who are fortunate enough, you can watch it online. It's available and you can make your own opinion. I was disappointed to uh, read midweek that uh, New Zealand radio stations, uh, mainstream also, have pulled uh, Michael Jackson from the airways. Uh, for me personally, uh, I don't think uh, mainstream radio plays Michael Jackson a, mm, a lot probably, to uh, yeah. justify that comment. If I flip that around to EV radio, mate, that's a different kettle of fish. We yeah. play a lot of Michael Jackson. It's what we grew up with. It's what our listenership throughout the Mutu like to listen to as well because mm. we connect to Michael Jackson in that way through his music, in his dance, in his entertainment. He's resurrected so many young R&B singers' careers. They emulate him in so many ways. But, hey, I can't uh, you know, be critical because I haven't seen the documentary. Mm. and I don't know how you can prove someone that's guilty uh, because he's been through it all before over his career. FBI have been through the whole debacle. Uh, this is just another one in it. And as I've always said, we went through the R. Kelly thing talking about him. EV Radio supported uh, through the Whakaruruho to pull down R. Kelly music. I understand that. I see R. Kelly being emotional in his two interviews. Uh, to me, this is my personal opinion. I think he's, uh, he's guilty. But uh, for Michael Jackson, uh, yeah, it's a sad time uh, because... Great musician, king of pop. What more can you say about him? But I suppose, you know, nothing's really proved guilty at this stage. So, yeah, yeah I was disappointed to hear the music being pulled. Um, I can tell you now that now we FM here in Hodaki. We're still playing Michael Jackson. Absolutely. I'll leave it at that. As are we here at Tūrangi FM. Uh, what do you reckon about this whole debacle there, um, JT? Yeah, well, I think well, he's found guilty, uh, sorry, innocent by a jury of his peers, the FBI and various other agencies couldn't find any dirt on him. And, you know, all these people that are coming out, in my opinion, are, are made a gold digger. They're looking for money. Mm. You know, money. Yeah. So um, they're trampling on, on the spirit of a dead man, the memories of a dead man. He's been gone for, you know, nearly 10 years now. So I think it's an absolute circus, mate, and a joke and a disgrace. And anyone who doesn't want to play his music didn't like him in the first place. Like, you know, touch of those mainstream stations. Have, uh, have now put a, a kibosh on his, on his stuff. And um, let's face it, mate, a lot of those mainstream stuff, uh, their, their music playlists are a bit pale. And what I mean by that is they're a bit ma, a bit fair, a bit white. Mm. They play a lot of, they might play the odd token Bob Marley song once every every week, that sort of thing. So, yeah, you know, they can, they can you know, stuff off as far as I'm concerned. Uh, like, you know, lucky, lucky there's lots of uh, Iwi radio stations that do. Um, have a more balanced um, playlist and stuff like that. Over here in Australia, it's the same. Although one thing about the Aussies, not giving credit for, is that they uh, promote their own music, so they have that quota. Yeah. So yeah, but mate, I I just think it's a, it's, a, it's a joke, and anyone coming out now is after some money and nah, move along next. Now I'm not sure if you've been keeping up with it, Ra, but uh, you must have an opinion about um, uh, radio stations in New Zealand, in particular, dropping. Um Music, uh, music by Michael Jackson from the playlist. Well, it's, it's hard not to keep up with Keithy. I mean, you know, it's all over the news now. I'm flicking between Sky and, and updates on, on what's happening. Um, 
I was watching a couple of those girls that were uh, that were um, sort of in, in the R Kelly case. And they came out in defence of R Kelly, right. um, saying he didn't. So you know, it's that fine line between um, you really, really don't know what the heck's going on. And, and in terms of MJ, um, wasn't he acquitted? Uh, and but you know, yeah, I sort of tend to agree with Jace. There's a lot of gold diggers out there. Um, the man can't represent himself now. He's gone. Yeah. Um, my favourite MJ song, which I suppose you should ask, was what their favourite one is, is his girlfriend. I love the bass line in there. Um, he's still got some good music, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a watch the space. Um, I mean, I'm sort of on the fence at the moment, but um, you know, you get the two camps: those that that have accused uh, R. Kelly and also MJ, and those that sort of uh, um, in, in their defence, I suppose. But in terms of pain. Playing it on radio, um, I'm, I'm glad we're still playing it. Uh, you know, don't take it out on the music, maybe. Um, music's still good to listen to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's my sort of stance on it, Keithy. My my opinion is that, um, uh, to be quite honest, I've got no problem at all with radio stations, any radio station not playing Michael Jackson, especially the mainstream ones. I've got no problem at all. Um, with him dropping Michael Jackson from their playlist, because quite frankly, uh, I still won't listen to your radio station. So, um, well, that, that's kind of my opinion. But uh, I, I, it seems to me that it's kind of just an overreaction um, from that. Um, uh, like I said, I haven't seen it yet and may never uh, watch that um, documentary. But it seems to me that it's a bit of an overreaction. What do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, I suppose I'd, oh, it's hard on the answer, Keith, mm. um, whether it is or not. Um, once this movie got released and the boys are right, it is gold digging. And, uh, you know, this young man that's come out and spoken about it, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But I like Rasi had watched his face. JT's right, it's all about the gold diggers. Uh, I don't really give a stuff about mainstream radio mm, because they don't play a lot of brown music as it is. Yeah. Uh, predominantly uh, programmed in the uh, white media world. You know, and that's where I get real whore the differences between uh, EB Radio to mainstream. When it gets to New Zealand Music Awards, who gets all the uh, credit? Mainstream radio. Yes. Who plays most Kiwi music right across <laughs> the whole genre of Kiwi music? EB Radio. Of you know, course. mate, that, that really brushes me off. So uh, I, it's no, in your right, uh, mainstream, I don't really look into it. Look, they don't no. play Michael Jackson no. much. The biggest hit they would have played would have been mostly black and white when it was huge. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. <laughs> they played bugger all Michael Jackson, so that's no surprise. You're not missing out on much on mainstream radio because Michael Jackson's not a big loss to them because yeah. they hardly played him. Exactly. Wouldn't it be great, uh, though? You know, for EV Radio, if we did an EV Radio, bro, well, then it'd be a, be a shock. No. Can you imagine EV Radio well, would drop Bob Marley or something like no, that? Never. Yes. Never. No, we won't. No. No. Never. No. no. Never. Never. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be great though if there was a Michael Jackson song that was out there and it came out, you know, just rec- you know, just after all this controversy, and kaboom, went straight to number one as a Michael Jackson song would do, you know. Uh, but they, but wouldn't it be great that main, mainstream radio won't be able to play that that song, eh? But uh, yeah, well, exactly, exactly. You know, they'll try to get their hands on it, turn the whole story around so exactly. they can play it for sure, and make some revenue out of it or somehow, but. No, oh, well, it's done and dusted, mate. Like uh, the boys have said, watch the space and see what progresses through until the next uh, musician comes through. Uh, what what saddens me, though, is, you know, you go back to the Bill Cosby debacle mm. worldwide, just take mm. worldwide dominance. Uh, R. Kelly is another. Uh, now you've got um, 
uh, obviously Michael Jackson going through the ring at the moment. Mainstream, okay, Harvey Weinstein, uh, you know, they all went up and down pretty well, uh, being put away behind the door at the moment for now. Kevin Spacey, all of these ones are coming out. It's just a never ending story. And I can tell you now, Michael's not the last. Uh, the next one will be unearthed, and it's just an ongoing effect, a ripple effect where social media dominance gets the coverage because uh, media just want to touch into it. Uh, anything that's bad, you know, and just throw it out there. And we get to say our two cents worse. That's what that's just the way it is, mate. It is. Right, let's get on to a bit of rugby. Great game last night there, Al Walker. I think you missed one heck of a game, uh, the Hurricanes and the Highlanders, mate. Uh, it was a damn good game, but uh, my team obviously uh, doing it over uh, the Highlanders team. Um, uh, 25-22 was the final score, and, and i tell you what, it was uh, 22 all for about oh, 10 <laughs> minutes, I think. Hey, great game, yeah. eh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, it was, you know, and I thought, oh, the Landers, because I was 20 on Wednesday, I was going for a weekend mm. of upsets, and mm. I thought, oh, yeah, the Landers might bloody sneak this up because they looked a bit of the team. They were dominant in the forward pack right at the start there as well, and uh, Nani La Marping uh, got into his stripes, a couple of tries, and uh, he gave it to his uh, opposition's uh, face, really said it to him, and he stood up to the mark, but Bodie on full time, uh, that penalty, and kicked it through, and we saw the results, so good to see Dan Coles back, mate. Great. Playing some good footy, eh? Mm, good great. to see. And uh, I will, I, uh, in my personal pick, I thought uh, TJ might have had the better of uh, Aaron Smith. But, hey, it was a good game. Could have gone either way. And I actually thought it should stay at 22 all because it deserved to be something like that. But, oh, well, it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Highlanders not, not off to a good start there, eh, Yamra? Well, you'll be a happy chappy there, brother, I suppose. I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's especially Wellington. I mean, in my eyes, they're a team that promises so much and delivers so little. Um, they remind me of, 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 of the Blues twin side, but uh, they'll, they'll, your side will take the win. And uh, yeah, a bit disappointing for, for my team. Um, you know, it's back to the drawing board for, for, for next weekend. So, um, you know, Jackson Jackson's stations now for the for the Landers. Not that they're out of you know contention. No, not at all. Um, but you know, you, you, it's, it's all about the winning, the winning factor. And um, as we've seen from a couple of teams in, in Super Rugby, um, you know, I think uh, I think your team, the, the Hurricanes, is, is it their first win, Keith? Not not too sure. Is it their um, first win, please? Yeah, but uh, that's still early days for, for for the teams, and you know. Um, yeah, we'll be watching watching next weekend to see. Uh, well, especially if my side can, uh, especially the Landers, because man, I've I've just sort of um, listened to the Chiefs. I just think they're pretty much well, they're not gone, but you know, it's a, it's a hard road to climb for them. But they, they can do it. But uh, it'll probably take a miracle. But uh, no, the Landers, you know, keep an eye on them. Well, it doesn't get easier for them uh, next weekend. Of course, they take on the Crusaders, whom the Chiefs have got um, <laughs> today. Right. Oh yeah, I mean that's going to be a walk in the park for the Chiefs, uh, for the for, for the Crusaders, and uh, yeah, once again, I hate to say it, I hate to say it at the silly stage in Super Rugby, but I think they're going to take the title again, uh, title again this year, KZ. Um They're just they're just too yeah, they're just too consistent, eh? Too good, eh? Mm, um, too well, good. well, 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 um, Reno's going for the Chiefs today, eh, eh Reno? 
Yeah, yeah, I am, mate. Um, you know, like I was calling it on Wednesday and weekend of upsets, and look, the Landers nearly did it for me last night. A draw would have been just as good. Uh, yeah, something's got to fall off on the wheels of the Crusaders. Uh, everyone's picking in the Dominate and walk over the Chiefs. Chiefs got toasted last week against the Sunwolves at home, and then the week before, they really got toasted up by the Brumbies. So, yeah, mate, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, eh? and I guess no one's going to see this coming. So, I reckon the Chiefs will... Uh, Beat over the very informed uh, Crusaders team who are going for the 18th straight win in a row. And uh, then they'll come back next week and uh, think about themselves and give it to the Landers. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Well, that's an interesting take on on the situation, I suppose. Um, Now, last night also, the Rebels and the Brumbies, uh, they must have had a very good game too. Um, 29-26 that uh, game ended up. So, uh, yeah, another close one there, Irino. Yeah, yeah, right at the end. Uh, that was exactly like watching the uh, earlier game, the Canes and the uh, Hurricanes and the Landers, because uh, that was going back and forth. Uh, it was 26 all for a while there as well, until I think it was the 77th minute, and uh, they got the penalty there. So exact replica of what we watched uh, in Wellington, and yeah, it just tells you how close it is. And look at the Rebels team, a team that's been easy beat uh, the previous seasons, and their Brumbies team came up firing. Uh, you know, they walloped the old um, chest a couple of weeks ago, and everyone thought, oh, this is the turnaround on the Australian teams. But, uh, yeah, no, the Rebels, mate, uh, they snuck in there with the uh, last-minute penalty. So just two games winning on penalties at the end. Now, the Blues uh, take on the Sunwolves, and this will be an interesting game for the Sunwolves. I mean, because I tell you what, Ra, the Chiefs getting beaten by the Sunwolves last weekend at home, that was pretty unexpected, eh? Oh, it was, and then oh, I got to be honest. I actually didn't mind the Sunwolves, um, you know, you know, beating the Chiefs because um, usually it is the it is one way traffic, and you, you know they would have expected the Chiefs to take that game, but the Sunwolves sort of uh, no good on them. I, I, I take my hat off to them. Um, it's always good to see that rank outside of team, um, you know, come through and pull off a pull off a win. And uh, look, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if I was a blue fan. I'd probably be uh, be watching my back. I think the Sunwolves are going to come out, you know, firing because of that victory last weekend, and uh, they could make it two for two here in in Aotearoa. I hope they do. Um, you know, it's good for rugby in Japan, and there might be an mm. omen and a good luck sign for uh, the Rugby World Cup coming up. That uh, you know, the the host nation uh, gives them a bit of pride in in, in rugby. I mean, uh, as we've seen in latest developments, of thought. Um, you know, not much pride in the Pacific uh, Pacific nations that have been excluded from these new world competitions that the IRB is coming up with. So, no, good on, good on the Sunwolves. Um, go to Sunwolves today, I reckon. Oh, you're going for the Sunwolves. Oh, good stuff then. Uh, I know that Reno's going for the Sunwolves too, too eh? Yeah, yeah, this, the Blues are lost, mate. Who the hell <laughs> makes Sonny Bill Williams a captain, honestly? What? Who oh made a God. dickhead decision like that? Some idiot up there, so Auckland's falling apart if you go make SBW the bloody captain. <laughs> Something's not right there. So uh, you go to Sunwolves, North Harbour Stadium. The uh, journey back from uh, over in Argentina and around the world, I think, would take its toll on them. And uh, the only way the Blues will win, mate, if they do it for the emotions of one of the of the sad loss of their prop. Oh, uh, right. Big Mike. Uh, that's the only way they'll drive it through. I reckon there'll be something special. Uh, the Blues need a win. Uh, hasn't been too good. They, they started the season with a hiss and roar, 
is typical and he rattled out oh, the next best thing oh, yeah. since sliced bread. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Yes. It's typical blues. Still typical the win. blues. So uh, they need to win, mate. They need well, to win obviously. to stay brace. And, yeah, they yeah, need to win. Nah, go, 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 to, go to Sunwolves and let, let Japan have a big celebration again for the second weekend in a row. Because it's funny, you know, I, I remember everyone saying, oh, you know, it should be a great season for the Blues after they were only defeated by uh, two points by the Crusaders. They're still yet to notch up a win in the competition. So they certainly need one, and obviously, uh, this is the game that they're going to be targeting because they need they need um, they need points to be put on the board uh, yeah, for the Blues. Eh? We 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 got to say that, otherwise, you know, he just keep you know saying, "Oh, the Blues you know, season after season with pretty consistent form of losing most of the time, um, you know, becomes a bit of a a, a, a mute speech." Um, you know, one saw <laughs> kind of the advantage okay. of um, into the Leon Rangi McDonald. Um, that the Blues would sort of find a bit of uh, form this season, uh, but I think their fans are still waiting. Waiting, for the team to, to, to produce that form. And uh, look, I think uh, you know the, the the team that is sort of um, trained form is the Sunwolf side. Okay, the Japanese side. Oh, hey, anyway, there's, there's, there's half of the Kiwis in that in that Sunwolf. Sunwolf, yeah, true enough, true enough. Uh, uh, as well as that, now JT alluded to um, this game that's on the Waratahs and Reds. Uh, you must go. You must be going for the Reds there, eh, JT? No, I couldn't give a stuff. Keith Bailey raises the rip on the radar, mate. The idiots all suck the better. They're fucking and scrummaging and everything else. Come on, have your little kick-a-thon and get the hell out of here. <laughs> of course, I'm um, uh, going to be looking forward to the league next weekend. It's, it's uh, coming up, isn't it? Oh, you betcha. Next Thursday, yeah. mate, Stormbrook. Game one, let's bring it. Awesome, awesome stuff. Anyway, hey, we're going to go to a break and we'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1. Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast, such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, 
Let's get back to the Fools on Full Time. To our second session here on full time, want to send a shout out going out to our sponsors, Grace Greg Motors, down there on Grey Street. Also, want to send another shout out to um, the uh, Niwa and Pine Afano who are going to be heading off out onto the ocean on a bit of a dreary day. I'm supposed to go out on the Waka Hodua as well, but um, well, I'm here talking with my peeps, the fools, so uh, bringing you full time. Here on Tudung FM. Right, let's talk about the NRL, man. I know uh, we'll start off with you, JT. Know you're looking forward to it, mate. Um, uh, it's going to be another heck of a great season. I tell you what, when NRL seems to kick off, um, the the TV seem to be switching to you know from rugby uh, straight to the league because it's by far, I think anyway, a more entertaining game, eh, JT? <laughs> I think that's Reno's more. That's Reno's more in there, dog. Come on, Reno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got a whole lot of kids tuned up. Yeah, a whole lot just ran in the house. All, 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 all the uh, Moko and all his little cousins are just rocked on over. The dogs going to town. All the kids are out the front, like 10 of them. Right. Mouldy Radio, well. Yes, Mouldy Radio. That's Iwi Radio for you. Anyway, JT, NRL, bro. Yes, it's, it's been a long five months, mate. Uh, looking forward to the boys kicking off again this weekend. Uh, Thursday night, the Storm, my team back on the Broncos. Down in Melbourne, and the Storm could only have 10 players against 13, and I still think they've got it. The Storm will win that one. They've lost both their preseason games, but uh, that's typical of Storm in, in the build up to the season, so looking forward to that one. Friday night, the Knights take on the Sharks. Knights, uh, a lot expected of them this year, but I think the Sharks uh, might just have the goods on them. The Sharks are really gritty, you know, grubby sort of a side. They get under your skin and they really, really annoy you. So I think the Knights are the Sharks, sorry, win that one. Roosters, Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs under the big man Wayne Bennett this year. Big, uh, big change is expected there. Might just be the the final link to the puzzle, which sees them get across the line and win another premiership. But I just think the Roosters uh, they've got a good side, and I reckon I'll say early on before a ball is kicked in the hand. I think the Roosters will be a good chance of going uh, back to back this year, winning the title. On to Saturday, your guys team Reno and uh, Ra. I'm sure you still at the Warriors, Ra. I'm not too sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm the Warriors. Season on the way, boys. Um, tough, tough, tough game to pick this one. I think the Warriors maybe just on 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 the fact that it's a home game. I haven't seen much of the Bulldogs in the preseason, although they've had uh, a couple of interesting new signings with Dylan Napa, big puppy. He'll be uh, he'll be up front for the, for the doggies this year. Tigers, Manly once again. Uh, I think uh, Tigers will get their one at home. Manly without the inspirational fullback Tom Trevojevic for a couple of weeks. Cowboys, Dragons. I think the Dragons flipped their way to the finals last year, and the Cowboys, much has been written about them this year, with, uh, even with the moving along of the great man Thurston. They've had Michael Morgan back, and also uh, big Matty Scott's back to full fitness. They've got Josh McGuire, big Jason Tamalolo. So I think the, uh, the Cowboys might take that one. And on to Sunday, Panthers will beat the Eels. And I'm picking the home side, the Gold Coast side here in, uh, on the Gold Coast. Titans will take the Raiders. So there you go, boys. Lock that in. Lock it in. It's locked. There you go. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, that, that's, what a way to kick off the NRL season, though, are you, with um, two of the most, uh, I guess... I, I guess you would say the two of the most um, prestigious uh, teams kicking off the uh, entire NRL 2019 season with the Storm and Broncos, eh? Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing we've had the wood on the Broncos. They haven't beaten us for a few years now, so maybe it, it could be time for a, a change. They might get us in this one. But I just think with Cameron Smith and Craig Bellamy still there, there's a couple of uh, trick shots up the sleeve. And interestingly enough, Cameron Smith came out in the last couple of days and said that... Um, with regards to the Cronulla uh, penalties for the storm should be reinvestigated because they made a decision within mm. 48 hours of, of finding out. It wasn't really investigated that well. Look, I'm, 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 I'm salary cap thing we've got done. We've got you know, the punishments were handed down. But if, yeah. you're looking at parity across the board and Cronulla has to have some sort of um, bit more tougher sanctions on them. So, look, uh, I, I just think... Uh, leave it where it is, Cam. We've, we've, we've moved on. We've won two grand finals since then and uh, lost a couple as well. But, uh, mate, it's um, done and dusted and uh, move on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wh- who do you think will be, JT, the um, the team to kind of look out for? I know, obviously, you're going for the Storm, but who could be, you know, up, up there and, uh, and around... Um, that could make a bit of a surprise. Uh, is, there, is there any team that stands out there for you? Oh, there's a couple, man. I think the Rabbitohs under Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett just seems to have that magic touch when it comes yep. to, to getting the best players. Mm. And the Rabbitohs, you know, last year were in the top four. Yep. So he could be the the, the, the the final link to the missing to the puzzle. And, uh, mate, the Knights might surprise a few. They've, they've bought well. They've got some, some good... Uh, uh, David Clemens, a pretty consistent sort of performer. Big, big body up front. Young Kalen Ponger, second full year in first grade now, so he'll he'll um certainly show some improvement. Uh, but also, mate, um, because I live here, I'm going to say the Titans. The Titans have sort of been slipping under the radar, but they've uh, well, they've got David uh, Young, not David Peach, Tyrone Peachy. Yeah, and they've got uh, Tyrone Roberts back too, who was the man of the match in the Indigenous Maori game. So yeah, this is a very good creative half, a good attacking half. And, uh, AJ Brimson, another young guy, will be at fullback. So. Just be aware of the Titans. So they've got um, Shannon Boyd from the Raiders and the big guys in the competition. So I just think the Titans might surprise a few, and it wouldn't surprise me if they made the top eight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, uh, our Warriors. How are our Warriors going to go there, uh, Reno? Yeah, if, if, if the goal again is to make top eight. I think that's another success for them. Um, they just had the official launch, I think it was, on Wednesday night up there in Auckland. Uh, big crowd, actually, and the, the fan door. day was huge. So uh, it was massive, uh, massive day. I went up to the fan day, and uh, it's all about the old boys. Uh, next Saturday, the Saturday night game at Mount Smart with the doggies in town. Sure. 45 of the old boys will be back in town, and it's the mark of respect to those players who started the uh, Warriors 25 years ago. you got the likes of, um, well, Gene Namu, uh, yeah. Phil Blake, uh, hmm. Cici Solomona, Haitro Okasini. Uh, they're all going to be here. So uh, it's spread out over the uh, 25 years. 45 have come back. Kevin Campion's going to be here. Oh. Uh, actually, Dennis Betts and Andy Platt, uh, they will be at the game as well. So it's a wow. chance for you to meet these guys. So it's a special opening for the Warriors next uh, Saturday night. And, well, this Saturday night, look forward to it. And, yeah, they'll go all right, mate. Uh, we'll see what happens, a long season. Uh, I think the Panthers will go okay. Uh, put aside all the... Uh, Naughty videos they've been filming behind the scenes, <laughs> the odd player or two. 
Yeah. I think the Panthers. Panthers will go all good. Uh, you can't go by the Rabbits under Wayne Bennett. That's going to be a strong team. But I'm excited about uh, next Thursday, the uh, prestigious teams of uh, NRL. The Storm Broncos kind of mould on each other, and I think it'll be a flamboyant game. But I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, bring on Thursday. Counting down already, Keithy, and see what the NRL brings in week one. Yeah, uh, you must be also looking forward to the uh, Rugby League there, a um, NRL action getting underway, Ra? Well, I am, Keithy, especially my Warriors, our Warriors team. I mean, I suppose, you know, you got to, one has to back them again this season, and, uh, you know, I think we already know what the outcome's going to be, but there's always that glimmer of hope that uh, they may show some form and actually, you know, make the cut and, and, and do their fans proud. But, uh, like I tell you, the talk of the town at the moment is all the the antics of the old leagues season or, you know, the the mischief they get up to, you uh, always got to learn to keep it in their pants or, you know, just stay off recording, uh, recording their, their nighttime activities. Not a, not a good look. And, uh, you know, Greenberg's come down uh, quite hard on that again. Uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, a lot of the players getting the message today. Well, we talked about that last week, uh, didn't we, JT? You know, um, for a fact, yeah, sure, you know, some, some naughty videos might have been posted that, um, uh, well, obviously, Reno would have downloaded, eh, Reno? But, um, yeah, 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 my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, at the end of the day, like you said, JT, it's not legal, is it? No, it's more of a moral issue, I think, and yep. sort of some reported uh, around some of the more recent videos, whether or not the um, the filmer or the the, the, the the cameraman or whatever you want to call them had consent from the uh, participating female. So mm. that that could cause a bit of uh, stink in, in the legal department, but uh, certainly not Dylan Arthur's one, mate. That was absolute crap. He was actually he actually did himself proud, big puppy. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah. I, I, I suppose the reality of this, hey, there's another career for them after league. So <laughs> they've already started. They've done their auditions. <laughs> yeah, I did hear uh, Walker mention strong bass lines. We know what kind of music they have in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but that's, just, that's just some of the stuff we're, we're going to be exposed to a lot more throughout uh, today's modern world of sport. Because of technology and phones, and you know the uh, clarity technology is getting now, and oh well, you, this like I say, mate, the same the last. There's going to no. be a lot, lot more. No, yeah, yeah, I, I dare say, I think you're right. But certainly looking forward to uh, um, looking forward to um, uh, the NRL season uh, for you, Ra. Uh, apart from the Warriors. Um, What's another team to look out for? Do you reckon? Uh, I've always, uh, I've always liked Brisbane. You know, from back uh. in the day, I've, I just always liked their their style of league. You know, um, I sort of used to put it down to their environment. You know, where they where, where they where they're from. You know, the the heat, the hot weather, um, the hard grounds. You know, you tend to sort of not want to get sort of um, you know tackled and 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 bruised on those hard grounds. So you try and keep the ball alive, and you know that. Sort of uh, a lot of players from a lot of those hot temperate zones, I suppose they can attest to that. The grounds are pretty, pretty like concrete, so you know they, they tend to sort of uh, try and stay on their feet and try and sort of run it a lot more. But you know the Broncos and uh, I think the last years Melbourne, you know similar sort of a style, just a nice, uh, um, nice football to, to watch from a, a viewing point of view. 
you know, and uh, some talented players. So, um, but no, Warriors, this season, Kiki, I think I might try and sort of put a lot of my energy into, into supporting the boys. Um, we'll see how they go. The first few games, that definitely sets the platform for the rest of the season. If they lose more than they win, well, then it's back to bagging them. If, uh, if they win a lot more, well, then, hey, you know, they deserve this sort of uh, support. So pretty much the same old, same old feeling from you then, eh? Same old, same old routine, yes. Same old, same old routine. <laughs> Unless they take out the NRL title, then, you know, that opens a different sort of uh, can of worms in, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, hell. I think you've got to sort of be a brave man to sort of make that prediction at the same stage. Yep, same old, same old. Mr. Al Walker, never changes. Well, me, me and Keithy made a prediction final because the um, JT said, you know, we get to the final, he's shouting us over there, so we're into it. Get to the final. <laughs> yep. Well, not, not for our walker, though. Even though he was saying, he's saying the same old, same old, unfortunately, for 25 years, the Warriors have delivered the same old, same old. So, rah, you're on the money, brother. True. Well, <laughs> he is, but the season's only just going to get started, and we won't know for another 25 weeks. Uh, really, uh, we, we're in a warrior state. I nobody, nobody day, bro. It will know by Anzac Day. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll book the tickets in by then. A- a- anyway, um, what else has been happening around the traps there, um, Reno? Yeah, well, while we're on league, uh, obviously the big news came through about the Great Britain Lions uh, coming back down under. We're in uh, first is first, uh, the Oceania Cup for June. Uh, we see the Pacific Island teams, I suppose the big game will be New Zealand, Tonga, Mount Smart. Kiwi Friends will be playing as well. Samoa, Papua New Guinea, Fiji and Cook Islands. Take a little break and the end of season for international is uh, October. So around Labor weekend, we'll see uh, Tonga and the Great Britain Lions over in Hamilton. That's going to be massive on the 28th of October. That's going to be a sea of red, so that'll be huge. More Oceania games, Australia, Kiwis, Kiwi French, Delarue, and the list just goes on. So uh, International Rugby League uh, at the end of October through to November. And just to think you'll be uh, spoiled for choice because you can watch the World Cup rugby during that time. That starts September, finals on November 2nd. And uh, you've got the International League series. So, like you say, we'll be flicking through channels uh, like next week when it gets to Super Rugby and League. So that's coming up, the International Series, which is good to see and been a long time since we've seen the uh, Great Britain Lions uh, down in our country. So here, yeah, bring on that, the International Series, Oceania Cup June, Internationals, end of October. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. I mean, the, the, having the Lions come into uh, New Zealand always uh, brings up, a, you know, I guess um, a good... Uh, good time to reminisce about uh, especially the, the the old days you know when they when the lions used to tour a eh, uh, reno yeah it is you know when i saw the photo footage i've seen of um uh players in the old days when they last came down under uh, those players were all retired obviously so you know yes memories um you'll see the what white jersey with the yes. red and blue v i think it is back in the day oh okay so, oh well yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is that right, JT, the old GB jersey? Yeah, bro, the, the Lions, the likes of Andy Gregory, Mike Gregory, Gary Scofield, Hilary yep. Handley, Martin Fyre, yeah. Henderson, and the names just, you know, fall off the tongue. So that's a big thing for rugby league to get those boys up and running again. And, uh, yeah, look forward to it. So it's that bye week, oh, sorry, the end of October, sorry, but obviously the one during the bye week in the state of origin in the middle of the season with the Pacific uh, Pacific Nations involved, that'll be, that'll be a cracker too. 
Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. I think it'll be awesome indeed. Anything else happening uh, out there, um, Reno? Yeah, yeah, just to acknowledge while we're touching on league, the the ladies on league, the woman on league uh, comp gets back under for its second year running. But just to take my hat off to the uh, woman on league yesterday, they were out and about because uh, it was international year of the woman yesterday and they're out doing their thing. Uh, you know, it's where we acknowledge all of those. Most would acknowledge your mums or grandmothers, but also other peers who stood up in the uh, sporting arena for us uh, and really put themselves out there. So it was a massive day and good to see um, uh, the ladies, the women of league out there doing their bit as well. Uh, former Blackfern star, we see her on the TV uh, hosting on Sky, uh, Melody mm. Robinson. Mm. Uh, she's now the uh, general manager for sports and events. So uh, see how things will progress there. Tell you what, good to see the uh, Māori faces coming on through. We had Dr. Farah Palmer, who's now on the director board for uh, Rugby New Zealand. But also to see uh, this young lady, uh, Melody, uh, pop on through and uh, do what she does good there as well. Hey, for me, on a personal note, uh, it was the talk in the following of the closure of Western Springs Speedway. For mm. your Speedway fans over in Gizzy, mate, 90-odd um, years the stadium's been around since 1927. And uh, it's coming to a close on the 16th of March. Uh, thankful to the council, that's how it all happened. I think the uproar is uh, they haven't got a facility to go to. Uh, that's the major uproar about the whole scenario. They knew the stadium was going to come to a close. It was not to do with anyone living around the stadium or the noise. It was just that the venue is going to turn into a cricket venue, a new hosting venue for cricket matches up there in Auckland. Huh. Uh, we can get into that debacle, but councillors have made their decision. 16th of March, so um, today week, the last time you'll ever see a uh, Speedway event at Western Springs, which is a somber moment for um, fans who have been there following that sport for uh, many years up there in Auckland, let alone from around the world internationally, just brings some of the great drivers, so a lot of memories to be shared, great little documentary on there last night about it, so that's just what it is, you're just going to move forward and hope they can get a multi-million dollar stadium built uh, sometime soon, out towards the airport. We just have to watch this space. Uh, for motorsport fans, yeah, Kiwis will be loving it. With Scotty McLaughlin winning in the new Ford Mustang, making his debut in the V8 Supercars, round one Adelaide. So next round's just around the corner. We'll see what happens there with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Trying to think what else, mate. That's just sad, I think. That's just sad that they're going to put a cricket... Um, well, I don't know. Is it like going to be an international cricket field or something um, replacing uh, Western Springs? Is, is, is... Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, been in development for a little while. I saw some of the graph work there that the Auckland Regional Council released, and it's pretty impressive, I've got to say. But obviously, being staunch uh, Speedway fans as they are up there in Auckland, uh, as I say, 90 odd years, uh, the numbers don't seem to match up when it comes to cricket right. matches. I, of I agree. Recent. I That's completely recent, agree. You know, uh, Speedway event anywhere between twenty to 27,000, topping 13,000 on a uh, big night uh, compared to cricket. I don't know where it sits yet. Mm. So, yeah, there is a lot of argument to and throw with it. Uh, I'll leave it at that. It's just one of those things you just got to build a bridge, get over it, and so. uh, move forward with it because that's just what it is. Uh, you can do all your Facebook profile images. You can do a lot of uh, petitions, but once they've signed that deal with the council, I think uh, people who are in the Speedway community are... Uh, will be looking different at this year because it's local government year this year right. and the re-elections of councils, let alone mayor. So, I don't know, time will tell, mate. Um, build a bridge, get over it and 
It's just what you got to do. Well, it ain't going to change. Well, no. Uh, well, I, I think it's sad, and one of the reasons why I think it's sad, they're making a cricket, um, if it's an international stadium there for cricket, because uh, I'm a cricket fan myself, and if you're going to move international games away from Eden Park, because there is just so... I'm not sure how... Um, uh, JT feels about it because I know he's a cricket fan as well. But there is just so much history locked in to Eden Park um, concerning uh, cricket. I mean, it's not just a rugby field; it's a cricket field as well. But um, yeah, I just—it's just—I uh, don't know. It seems to bother me for some reason. They're taking away, um, uh, you know, that option of uh, going to Eden Park, which is, you know, there's just so much history cricketing-wise, locked up in that uh, particular field. What do you reckon there, JT? Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to contradict you there, Keith. Okay. It's actually a rugby if they try and squeeze a cricket field into. True. Of those boundaries. Even you could hit a six. But, uh, That's what I like. Yeah, you know, it does make the game a bit more interesting because of the smaller boundaries. But yeah. in, in terms of a, of, a, of a test cricket venue, which is, you know, test cricket is the purest the purest form of the game. True. I, I just don't think it's stretch, mate. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, and it's uh, all, who cares? <laughs> that's true. Anyway, that pretty much wraps us up here on full time. Thanks once again, people, for uh, joining us. But before we do go, before we do go, obviously uh, we get to um, how would you call it? I guess we 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 get to release some of the angst that uh, usually gets built up over the um, well uh, over the period that uh, we. Are here, I dare say, over the week. There's a period over the week where we get to release our angst. And that particular period is what we call... Put the boot in! My put the boot in goes out to, um, I guess, the people that um, have made uh, this never... Uh, leaving Neverland um, documentary such a big deal that... Uh, you know, people have decided not at all to play uh, any more Michael Jackson music on their radio station. So there we go. Nice, quick and easy. That's my... Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in is out the technology. Keithy, as you can attest to with your guys' um, hardware and software, sort of experiencing a few hiccups during the week. Uh, not always a good thing. It can be quite costly. Um, we've got a laptop that's gone on the blink, so... Uh, I don't know, maybe it's the time for, you know, gadgets and the like to sort of uh, be experiencing issues. But, yeah, it can become quite a costly exercise when your computer, uh, your mobile smart devices don't go. And uh, good to hear that uh, you guys are up and running again. It's always a good thing. So that's my put the boot in. It's into modern technology. Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in goes into Rugby Australia with the big report coming through about max match fixing. All right, so match huh. fixing. Am I got that right? Yeah, match fixing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what it's all about. Uh, obviously, uh, from the World Cup, uh, there's talks going around that they uh, got paid to uh, lose that game some more. Everyone remembers that. So yeah, I'll just put the boot into uh, the uh, Australian Rugby Union. Uh, they need to get it sorted. They've already had uh, a bit of ball tampering over there recent, so uh, my boot goes into the uh, Rugby Australia ARU. Put the boot in! Yeah, my put the boot in this week goes to a 65-year-old billionaire diamond trader. Now, we shouldn't make fun of those that have passed away, but this dude, Ehud Laniado, paid whatever money to get a penis enlargement 
operation and unfortunately it went a bit south for him. It just shows that money can't buy happiness. <laughs> and it's apparent that the surgeon cocked up the whole operation and the victim's family are feeling a bit testy. We're not sure yet, but perhaps the surgeon got the sack. Perhaps <laughs> might put the Put, put the food in! I can keep his mind working overtime now. <laughs> oh, the, the poor man's whānau. Uh, I can't be all set in for him. Oh, it's oh. a bit short, <laughs> Oh, man, let's, let's move on from that one. Yeah, so, so what's going on over in Aussie, uh, Reno, uh, with uh, the rugby again? Um, what yeah, yeah. Oh, if you haven't read... Um... Match fixing from way back in the 2011 Rugby World Cup where uh, Australia lost to Samoa. Uh, there's a lot of stories coming out that players got paid to lose a game. So we've been through that, heard about oh. match fixing, but just another up and down what? two more for uh, Australian sport. It's just got revealed here. And some, one of the players have actually come out and um, revealed some of that information as well. So they'll fix it up, mate. They'll cover it. It's rugby. Something will happen, and they'll sweep that under the carpet and make up some stupid media release, and yeah, what, they'll move on. What, to was the World that Cup. the one? Was that what, what the one um, in two thousand and eleven before um, the World Cup, or was that in another game completely? Because that's the only game that I can yeah. remember when um, Samoa actually beat um, Australia. Australia, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one. It's a, it's a World Cup fix. So yeah, I suppose I watch the space as we say and uh, see what happens out of that one. But uh, I, I like JT's one, mate. Money can't buy everything, <laughs> eh? Uh, can't it just, eh? Can't it just. Now, um, Ra, uh, <laughs> my put the boot in last week was um, your gadgets, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, so did you put that in last week? <laughs> yeah, the fact that you got all these gadgets and they couldn't even get you online with us, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. bro, I'll tell you, like a lot of you, it's like a year. I've been mean, having the laptops I've got and all these sort of bells and whistles, and yeah, and couldn't get you online. So it's just the usual case, you know, Keithy, you know, you think you've got um, everything next to it. Uh, what would have, uh, Daryl call it Murphy's Law? M- Murphy's Law. Yeah, okay. when it should go or something, but it doesn't go, but it should go kind yes, of thing. So yes. I think I'm just called Murphy's Law. And it wasn't so. going last weekend, no. no. Or, or on um, Wednesday, eh? So, yeah. Right. A- anyway, uh, look forward to catching up with you. Um, hopefully on Wednesday again there, are, uh, uh, where we can catch up with you and talk about half time. Yeah, another scintillating week uh, here in terms of sport, Keithy, as we approach uh, winter, the coldness of winter. I'm still quite warm and wet at the moment, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a long, full-on action-packed winter season in all the codes, I think. Yeah. Uh, also, Reno, looking forward to catching up with you probably on Wednesday as well. So, uh, you know, as always, it's always a pleasure to have you on board, bro. No, always good. Always good to catch up on a Saturday morning, talk with you guys, and uh, yeah, share a bit of uh, what... JT says the brown stuff, but a cocker, so I'll get it out there on the weekend and have some fun with it. I'm going to spend the weekend uh, with my sister and nephew, uh, Kenan. My sister flew in the other night, so she's over here for the uh, weekend and next week. And yeah, some fun at time, mate. Uh, spend some valued fun at time this weekend. Nice, nice indeed. Now, um, uh, next weekend, 
Uh, next, well, certainly Saturday. Certainly on Saturday, um, we have got Relay for Life, and we'll be broadcasting live down there at the Event Awapuni Stadium, which means that you get to have a bit of another sleep in there, um, uh, JT. However, I- I'm still thinking about maybe we should have a um, full-time Sunday special. Still thinking uh, about it. You know what I just thought? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an out there idea, but uh, to all the, the, the listeners of The Wiz, um, they probably know by now that he's starting his, uh, his new night show on, uh, is it Monday, Keithy? Monday, yes. We might have to approach him and see if we can get a nighttime full-time A nighttime full-time. <laughs> Something we'll tells me like that's that. not going to work for the man. Something oh, tells yeah, me that. You can hate it. <laughs> well, I'm just saying something t- uh, tells me that, but uh, yeah, but maybe a Sunday, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have a bit of a think about that. Anyway, JT, uh, we, we, thanks once again for joining us and look forward to catching up with you um, uh, probably in a, in a couple of weeks' time or maybe um, next Sunday. We'll, we'll see, eh, bro? Yeah, just uh, shoot me an email, mate. Once you've had your production meeting, happy to just show the line wherever I need to be. Um, Aaron and uh, Keenan, mate, good, good nephews you got there, uh, Reno. Just want to put a plug in for the last day of play today for the NRL Masters here at Runaway Bay on the Gold Coast. And uh, looking forward to heading down there, seeing some of the old boys running around. So, uh, yeah, don't do anything I wouldn't do, guys, which isn't much. <laughs> Tūrama FM.